0: Welcome, everyone, to the Nerd Journey Podcast bonus episode number four—the Holiday New Year's Resolution episode. We're going to be joining you every week to talk IT career news and opinions based on our points of view. I'm your host John White at The Journeyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host Nick Cordy at Network Nerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going?
1: Hey, John. I'm just happy that I'm fulfilling one of my New Year's resolutions, and that's to record a bonus episode of our podcast about New Year's resolutions. We are a couple of VMware solution engineers looking to bring you the career advice we wish we'd been given earlier in our careers. Hopefully, our career discussions will be relevant across disciplines and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at nerdjourney. Ultimately, we're just two
0: nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Great. That was a very meta opening for us, Nick. Yeah,
1: it was. Now, it's a new year, John. We are post-ball drop here. So when you were watching the New Year's Rockin' Eve, did you did you have popcorn ready or anything special that you did to make it through?
0: So so here's my secret with uh, popcorn. I did did have some popcorn. It's, it's something I've been trying some variations, right? Usually it's just butter. But somebody said, well, why don't you try salt and pepper? So I tried fresh cracked uh, black pepper. And then my other variation was uh, Old Bay seafood seasoning uh, uh, along with a little bit of salt. Very, very good. Highly recommend. Highly recommend.
1: Nice. So it sounds like you probably had pumpkin pie for breakfast. You ordered your favorite pizza takeout for dinner, and then you had your popcorn.
0: All I can say, folks, is what a man. <laughs> that's right. You, you just perfectly described my New Year's. <laughs> so speaking of New Year's, that's actually our topic, right? We're talking about New Year's resolutions, with respect to the career um, progression that we're advocating here on the Nerd Journey podcast. So um, with that in mind, we're going to kind of break this up into two things, two sections. We're going to talk a little bit about some feedback that we got from the community. We asked about uh, c- career resolutions from a community members. So we're going to talk about some of the responses we got there. And then we're gonna talk about a framework for uh, maybe doing an annual checkup that we got from, shockingly enough, the Manager Tools Podcast. So with that in mind, community resolutions. Nick, a lot of this stuff came from Twitter and from various Slack channels that were on, yeah? Absolutely,
1: and one of my New Year's resolutions is to use Slack polls appropriately because I was told I did not do that in the vExpert Slack. But we actually got some really good feedback. One of the themes that we saw was many folks out there are looking to go for a third certification in 2019. Now, it it seems like a lot of times when you go for a certification, it could be something that helps you in your day-to-day role and just makes you better. You know, there are companies out there that require a certain number of certifications to support their data centers, for example. You need a certain number of Microsoft certs, certain number of VMware and, and other softwares that are there. Some people are using that as an opportunity to jump into a new area or maybe level up in some way, a higher level engineer or IT ops person. But you know, one of the things it really does nicely, John, is it gives you a goal, something to shoot for. I'm going to go after this certification Hopefully, you're going to schedule the test and make your reverse timeline so that you can be successful and put your learning path together.
0: Yeah, I think we heard about that from uh, Joseph Griffiths when we interviewed him, right? So, uh, episodes 18 A and B, um, he talked about his certification path and what he got out of going for those certifications. So, you know, really, really interesting. Yeah, it's good that people are thinking about that as part of their progression. Sorry to interrupt you. No.
1: So what will you do with your hour a day? Keep that in
0: mind. Yeah, absolutely. So actually that feeds into kind of the second category of response that we got back, which is abstracting off of um, certifications and just trying to focus more on uh, more general skills development. So um, either in product areas, um, I think... uh, a lot of the responses we got back were from the VExpert Slack, so a lot of them were in different VMware product focuses. Or somebody pointed out Cloud Foundation in a lab, so so which covers almost every single product. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, interesting things: PowerShell hadn't haven't really gotten into that much for automation. Uh, Kubernetes—that's an interesting uh, thing. It's um, kind of sweeping the um i t landscape uh or you know as i t supports developers so that was pretty interesting and then here's one i don't really understand i guess somebody's going for their uh master of fine arts m f a
1: pretty sure that's multi factor authentication john
0: mm-hmm. okay uh maybe agree to disagree on that so somebody's st- studying something but uh yeah okay so skills development it's it's a really good thing to focus on um As far as career progression, skills development is always going to help. Yes, sir.
1: And there were some folks who were more focused on just a general career advancement track or refinement. Maybe it's getting a better feel for your team and helping them grow. You know, maybe it's not getting fired. (laughs) Someone said, I don't want to get fired this year. That's a good (laughs) resolution. But a lot of people... I think that what happens is you get a promotion or you get a raise, but a lot of times that just means that you get more responsibility. It may not be a title change, but someone may be looking to to step into a different area that is a title change and and a different type of responsibility, not necessarily just adding someone else's job to what you're doing too.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting to actually make a move to um, maybe not just an advanced version of what you're doing, but a little bit you know more of a diagonal move to you know something that has overlapping skills. Um, so maybe uh, we'll put it in you know VMware terms if you're a, a solution engineer and maybe you wanted to make a diagonal move and become a solution architect um, rather than a you know senior solution engineer, something along those lines.
1: Yes, sir, or maybe technical marketing—one of those adjacencies that we talked about in a previous episode.
0: Yeah, very cool. So, general career advancement—I like that. Um, there were some interesting things about uh, um, kind of health and personal things. Um, somebody mentioned getting more sleep. Um, you know, working on issues in the family. I, I actually fully endorse that. I think that you can really help your career by you know, first being excellent at what you're doing right now. And one of the things that can be a barrier to do, to doing really well is to have things in your personal life or your health that are interfering with that. So sleep, you know, um, attention deficit disorder, uh, depression, you know, even just personality things, um, you know, getting along with coworkers. Or you know, family interactions that are interfering with you doing your job very, very well. Um, all working on any and all of those things can really help um, to kind of you know clear the decks and have a good uh, base from which to do really well and uh, to advance your career by taking those steps forward. And then <laughs> these uh, non-conformist uh, uh, resolutions, like, uh, hey, I just I'm just going to keep on growing. I'm just gonna grow professionally and personally, and I thought that was interesting because um anytime I hear like I'm just going to do this and the thing that they're just going to do is a very complex and nebulous and uh um you know multifaceted uh, thing to do like grow professionally and personally, you know I always think well, you need a framework around that right so I think it is a good idea to. I think this person was saying, well, I don't do specific resolutions like I resolve to, you know, but they just wanted to grow. Um, And so that might kind of dovetail into our next section where we're talking about the uh, second topic. But before we get there, maybe... Maybe the problem
1: is the word, you know, people hear resolution and they think about all the people who hit the gym on January 1st and then kind of fall out of line and don't go anymore after a week or two or maybe even less. And I think using the word goal is okay here. You know, what's your goal for 2019 through the lens of
0: career, but go ahead with your framework. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. You know, sometimes it is about the language. Um, you know, uh, so if people prefer, you know, setting goals and instead of saying, you know, resolutions, I think that makes a lot sense, a lot of sense resolutions, like culturally, you know, we have an emotional reaction to, so yeah, onto the framework. So manager tools has an annual checkup podcast. Um, we're going to put a link to that in the notes. I'm just going to say that it is an amazing three-part podcast We're not going to just regurgitate their content here. Um, It's worth going to go listen to.
1: Now, is this the podcast I should listen to before I go see my doctor to get a physical once a year? John, is that what you're saying?
0: It is a career annual checkup, not a physical or health annual checkup. Ah, got Um, it. Yeah. Just to, just to clarify there. So, um, It is multi-part, has three parts of the podcast, but it kind of uh, has a really interesting framework that I found very, very compelling and very helpful. So we're just going to go over the main points. Um, The first main point was to assess your current situation, figure out what's going on right now. And that really boils down to analyzing yourself. there's some interesting questions. I'll, I'll repeat those. You know, what am I good at? What activities come easily to me? Um, what, do you think, what things do people say that I'm good at? And what easy things do I think other people make a big deal of? Like those might help you understand the things that you are especially talented at that come easily to you and your personality um, that other people find valuable. Um, then some follow-on questions. Uh, they're stated both in the positive and the negative. What do I enjoy doing? What, are the, what do I hate doing? What things could I do? Um, what things could I do all day, every day? And what things do I put off? What things do I look forward to doing? And what things do I avoid doing? So kind of um, a series of questions to kind of identify things for you. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, sir, it does. I, that the question about what do you put off really hit home with me, and I remember listening to, I'm pretty sure it was a Geek Whisperers podcast, don't know the episode offhand, but John Troyer was talking about eating the frog and making sure you do that first thing, doing the most unpleasant thing on your list first. Otherwise, you will worry about it and procrastinate because you, deep down, don't want to do it because it's difficult or uncomfortable. Sometimes that happens to me when I have to send a email about an uncomfortable situation or a tense situation, you kind of overanalyze it and, and tend to put it off.
0: Does that happen to you? Yeah. It's really interesting that you say that, that, uh, you know, spark some behavior, you know, ideas about behaviors in my life. Like I would say that, um, I tend to (laughs) wash the dishes, unload the dishwasher, uh, pots and pans, take out the garbage, like every single time I see the thing and I go, oh, I don't want to do that. Like it, you know, it's almost a compulsion then to turn on and go, oh, if I'm having this like strong negative reaction, then I should take care of it right now rather than have it hanging over me and have a lot of emotional energy invested in ignoring the thing to not do it. Um, And that's something that I learned from a career coach, actually, now that I think about it. So yeah, that really does drive.
1: It reminds me a little bit of the podcast on the Zygarnik effect that the Datanauts did a while back. And Ethan Banks was talking about sometimes when a task comes in, it's just that one more thing, that one more thing that sends you over the edge of feeling overwhelmed. And I think sometimes I get in that boat where a task comes in and regardless of how simple it is, it's that one thing that puts me over the edge and I'm going to delay it no matter how, fast it is to take care of, I just, that's too much.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I absolutely understand. Um, I don't think I've listened to that episode of data knots, but, um, I totally understand that feeling. Um, I think, you know, and this is how I manage that. It's, it's certainly not always possible for every situation, but I, I think in general, that is about the interruption to what you're doing right at the moment to, to add, you know, to listen to something or read something to make a decision about adding it to your to-do queue. Um so I think maybe some of that is managing interruptions, but I mean that's a very that's a generalization that that's kind of a shooting from the hip for me. You know, if you're in help desk and and something pops up or somebody, you know, walks up and says, "Hey, I have this problem." You can you can't just like say no, right? Um, sometimes that means, you know, organizing um the department a little bit differently so there's one person who you know on alternating hours takes all the walk-ins and the other person you know can maintain focus uh to to do the other stuff but yeah yeah i do i totally understand what you're saying and i think that part of the solution is managing those interruptions but um getting back to kind of that current situation analysis um, The manager tools people are super into this assessment, uh, behavioral assessment called DISC, which um, stands for Dominance, Influence, Steadiness, and Conscientiousness, D-I-S-C, Delta, Indigo, Sierra, Charlie. Um, So they recommend doing that just to to see um, where your behavioral, what your behaviors are where you fall into those, um, those categories, and you can read about that. and We'll put a Wikipedia link about the, the DISC assessment as well. Um, I think they recommend updating your career management document and then also um, talking to your boss about the, your aspirations and intentions for the future.
1: Whoa, 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 back up for a second. Career management document, what do you mean by that, John? I don't think people have one of those, honestly.
0: <laughs> um career management document maybe we need to back up and talk about what that is it's kind of a i don't know if we've made the reference to it before the kind of a kitchen sink resume like everything that you've ever done um all the relevant skills uh as opposed to the edited one that is laser focused on the uh the the position that you happen to be applying for i think they talk about it as not necessarily being in resume language, a little bit more natural language, um, you know, where you have a subject and predicate instead of dropping the subject, dropping the I. Um, and then having a lot more detail. So they're just saying, hey, you have you have a list, you know, a resume somewhere for how you got this job. You should always be maintaining, um, as opposed to a resume, this career management document that has kind of your, responsibilities, your accomplishments in your current position, so you can just kind of keep on adding on to it. Um, Things that are measurable, things that you did, um, projects that you accomplished, um, the details of all those things, maybe the things that you learned, maybe skill acquisition that you did during, uh, you know, that project or whatever, so that, you know, if something were to happen or you decide you need to make a change, or even if you're applying for an internal job, um, then you can Uh, look back at something like a career management document to build a targeted resume from.
1: I feel like that's something you've referred to in the past as the kitchen sink resume. Uh, That's to use a term from the John White School of Mentoring. I mean, (laughs) I know that everyone listening is ready to be mentored by John and you want some of John's time. So just remember that you can tweet out at Nerd Journey and I can set you up with pricing and packaging information for the school. But that's definitely a... A phrase that I heard through some of the curricula in the John White School of Mentoring. Wouldn't you agree?
0: <laughs> I think I have said it to you. Um, yeah, here's you have to have a kitchen sink resume, and then you have a you know. Uh, by contrast, you have a targeted resume for the job that you're applying for. Yeah, very true. Um, career management document is probably an expanded version of that that has even more detail um, for your you know personal reference. So. I think over the course of a year, you know, you probably tend to forget things. So maybe you have like a monthly task to go, go in and say, oh, here's something that I accomplished, you know, or as it occurs to you, like, oh, hey, I did this thing today. And really, it recommend, you know, it represents the culmination of me learning to do this new thing. I need to add that to my career management document. So you should just maintain that thing uh, somewhere that is, you know, safe and backed up so that you can uh, just uh, curate that over time and keep on adding, keep on adding. And then, yeah, I think I, we just, what I said afterwards was talk to your boss about your aspirations and intentions uh, for your career and, and having that conversation with your, your manager about what it is that you uh, plan on doing with your career is always a good one. You know, medium to long-term, not like, Hey, I think probably next quarter I'm going to apply for a different job, but just like, you know, three years from now, four years from now, this is what I kind of see myself doing slightly different from what I'm doing today.
1: And I think that's part of building that rapport with your manager that needs to be fostered from the very beginning. Cause if you don't have a good rapport, you're not going to have a, you're not going to feel comfortable talking about your career aspirations. And I, I think that when you and your manager are so into the day-to-day, into the weeds that we forget to back up and have these conversations on a regular basis because it requires some level of reflection on both sides. What do you think you could be doing or want to do? And, you know, it would be good to hear what your manager had to say. What does he or she think you should be doing? They may say, you know, John, you're, you're really too good to be an SE. We need you to be something else.
0: Right, right. That's what I want to hear. You're too good to be doing the job you're doing. (laughs) Wait for it. It's going to (laughs) happen. Right. Uh, Next sub point was kind of know your worth, right? So um, make sure you do some research. There's like a lot of um, tools out there, Glassdoor, um, other salary surveys. So that's, you know, kind of assessing yourself in the current situation. Analyze yourself. Uh, They recommend doing a disk assessment. Update your career management document talk to your boss and know your worth.
1: How about enhancing your value? You know, everybody has a perception of what their value should be or is. I have a value to my company that I work for. I have a value in the industry or field that I'm in. So technology and maybe even more specifically technology within the banking industry. So what are people who work at similar companies in a similar role as me doing? I should find that out. And am I keeping pace with some of the innovations that they're taking advantage of? Do I need to further my education there? What are other people who do a similar job in different industries than me doing? And what's the what's the competition to the business that I work for doing? All those things I should probably be aware of and that may give me some guidance on what I could do to enhance my value.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good points. Um, Yeah. Solid second point, enhance your value. Um, I think that immediately what pops into my mind is, you know, going back to our previous discussion about talking with your boss, um, maybe you should know your boss's opinion on what enhanced value to the business looks like, right. In your job role or, Maybe that you know you stepping up and taking a different job role. You know you're really good at what you're doing, but you know maybe what's most important for this business is that you take this different role that you'd be really good at. So I think the third point here is invest in your future. So I think this um, falls a lot of the resolutions that we saw fall into this area. Um, people are talking about certifications or skill acquisition. Um, So, you know, manager tools, people have some, you know, great points about continuing to learn, uh, joining professional organizations, things like that. But really, you know, making a concerted effort to take some time over the course of the next year to invest in your future and being better. And keep in mind,
1: sometimes when you have to invest in your future, you may actually have to invest money to take a course or a class just because the company may or may not be willing to pay for what you want to do. Not every company is great about having a dedicated training budget. So for those who want to get better, it may take some of your own hard earned money to, to do that and really make yourself better as a standout candidate for a different job within your organization
0: or maybe at another one. Yeah. Really good point. It's a really good point. I, I think that, you know, making sure that you understand again, you know, going back to value, like what those things are like can really help with that process too. Yes, sir. Another investment you might want
1: to make is in your network and not only your professional network, but maybe your personal and social network as well. Things like volunteering, volunteering for projects within your company, exciting new assignments that, that might give you the chance to do some innovating, or maybe even outside. Maybe you volunteer for a nonprofit to do some work to use your talents for you know the good of the world. Maybe it's coaching children learning from them in that respect. Have you ever
0: been a coach, John? I haven't. Um, I guess I've been a peer coach. You know, I think, uh, if there's a drinking game of my life at every time I am mentioning swing dancing. Um, so I have, you know, been kind of a peer coach on a swing dance team. Um, But uh, never coach kids. It is a, uh, it's an interesting thing that they mentioned though, like that idea of coaching kids, like some of the things that you can accomplish. I never thought about it as a um, networking activity, but you do get to meet like the parents of your, the kids that you're coaching, right? If you're coaching kids. Um, So there's, you know, a potential networking aspect there. And then there's all kinds of um, managerial skills and individual contributor skills that you can, uh, you know, flex and exercise, um, while you're, uh, coaching kids like, you know, task management, um, laying out practice schedules, setting schedules, you know, um, dividing people into groups of, uh, subgroups and, and having them run exercises and drills and, and acquiring skills, right? These are all, um, aspects of, a job that can be directly applicable, right? You know, the first time that you want to, you know, group people and have them work on skill acquisition, you don't you don't want it to be. Um, it's it's much better for it to be on this like lower stakes version of coaching a kids team until you're good at it, right? In that context, and then maybe you can take some of those lessons and and apply it in uh, more of a business and career process. So.
1: That's a fantastic way to put it. I like that. And you know, you spoke about coaching. Uh, Another way to coach is to be a mentor. Coaching in the business world. And of course, a lot of us have mentors or plan to get one. They even gave the advice to contact a headhunter because this person is going to be able to have some idea of of what you're worth and help you stay aware of other opportunities you might not otherwise know about. I think what we can take from investing in your network is that really in whatever circle you're in at the moment, you can learn something from the people you're around and the situations you're in that's going to be applicable to a different situation that you're in in different aspects. Just as you said, learning from the team aspect of sports can apply to my regular job, just like I can take things from my regular job and apply those to to other situations Uh, to me you need to be have eyes and ears wide open to learn from everybody you're around in any situation and you're going to learn some things that are very helpful and you're going to learn some things that you shouldn't do as well
0: yeah absolutely and i think you know we've talked about this before right it's like the only way to learn is to really be in that like growth and uncomfortable slightly out of your comfort zone area, and to actually make mistakes, identify them and fix them. And, you know, doing all that stuff, again, in maybe a slightly lower stakes uh, situation, you know, before you have to, um, absolutely must get this thing done, you know, was always better. Um, acquire those skills earlier, <laughs> get that experience earlier, make those mistakes earlier. So I don't think we really talked about what our resolutions you and I had, but, um, you know, as, as one of the topics, but maybe we should uh, throw that in as a little, uh, uh, frosting on the dessert. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, it goes right along with the pie. That's maybe it's leftover from Christmas or maybe you had some more on new year's. I think this is the just dessert. It's a bonus episode. We have to do it. Awesome.
0: awesome. All right. So I have a couple of resolutions. I think, you know, first and foremost, I'm definitely going to go do that kind of a career tune-up, uh, career annual annual checkup from Manager Tools and work through that. Uh, that's always a good thing. Some of the thoughts that it, you know, kind of uh, sparked in me to do, um, you know, the be a mentor, get a mentor. I think maybe I need to find, you know, a slightly more formal mentor uh, within the company that I work for and maybe outside one. Uh, but I think I'd like to, you know, have like some kind of metric. I'd like to coach Someone into getting hired by VMware every single calendar quarter. So, I guess, you know, help four people get hired into VMware over the next year. Um, and maybe I should generalize that. Maybe, you know, in ne- their next career uh, position, whether it's internal to their company or moving over to VMware or in VMware and they're taking, you know, a step forward in their job, you know, inside position to field position, something like that. Um, I'd like to learn something new. Um, hopefully something that's applicable to my job. I'm not sure whether the things that, you know, immediately popped in my mind would be like that. Uh, I've had this kind of running, uh, thing with myself. There's this, uh, language called R with just the letter R, which is a statistical analysis uh, programming language. Um, I've always wanted to learn it and I just never have. So, um, you know, maybe something like that. Um, there's a, uh, A blogging platform uh a static blogging platform called hugo that i think i mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago i think i saw cody darkland uh uh, talk about it um he wrote i think maybe a blog about um using that with a the clarity uh framework to to do his blog that would be kind of cool um and you know speaking of blogs i like to maybe uh write a little bit more in my personal blog and maybe a series about how I approach career. That might be a good idea. Um, one of the things I noticed is that, uh, I tend to reference a lot of books and I go, Oh, I think this way because I read this thing in this book. So maybe I should do a series about, you know, those books and how they've influenced me and, and, uh, and kind of call out the sources of those things. Uh, maybe a series about, you know, career advancement in chronological order. I think we've talked a little bit about, the various um, things to do, you know, self-assessment, goal-setting tasks to, uh, you know, advance yourself, um, resume writing, uh, callback, interviewing. Um, when you get an offer, the negotiation phase, acceptance, transitioning to the new position and success in the new position, kind of like a series of articles talking about that. And then maybe maybe one would that would be good, you know, it's kind of our our shared journey, which is going from IT professional and operator to vendor SE, what that transition looks like, and kind of a step-by-step um, course on how to do that. So I don't know, any of that makes sense to you?
1: Absolutely. It sounds like a lot of new courses are coming to the John White School of Mentoring. I think that's great. I mean, I just have to put the right pricing of packaging information together when those courses are created. And they'll be in the catalog, folks. Don't worry. Coming soon. You <laughs> just, just have to get the time scheduled on John's calendar. But for me, I I was thinking that, you know, I really need to exercise more. I think we talked about this on our previous episode. I am in this field-facing role where I'm working for home, working from home when I'm not out visiting customers. And I'm actually getting less activity. I'm getting fat, John. That's all there is to it. So I'm I've been doing some exercise once a week with my wife on Saturday mornings, a good aerobics workout that's almost made me throw up several times, but I haven't reached the point of puking, but I'm looking to get two workouts per week
0: moving forward, starting here
1: soon. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, I think um, that's a really good idea. One of the things I noticed is that I I don't know if I've ever mentioned before in our discussions, but like one of my hobbies is swing dancing. I might have heard that once before, but not very many times. Not sure if I mentioned it. Okay, Um, but at any rate, I haven't been in a while, and it's something that I used to just do. Like I remember once I went like eleven days straight, just driving around Southern California to various swing dancing venues. Um, Eleven days in a row was my my record, but now it's been you know months and months since you know the last time I went, and I want to. I'm going to have to add that to my resolutions get back to, I don't know, twice a month, once a week, maybe more. You
1: you definitely should. I'm pretty sure you jump and jive and then you wail, but
0: that's just what I've heard. I don't know why you would think that. That doesn't have anything to do.
1: Anyway, (laughs) One, (laughs) one of my other resolutions was actually to be more like John White. From the standpoint of, I realize that sometimes I don't take enough time to really reflect and think deeply on things, whether it's goals, things I'm doing, things I could do better. I, I'm one of those people who gets caught up in the weeds too much, so I need to need to take some time to think clearly, and, and maybe some of that is activity, you know? Take a walk during the day and just think, let the mind wander. I, I have some home lab gear that I want to set up. It was given to me, but I, I have not had the time to get it going, so I want to get that going and get a little more hands-on so that I can stay relevant, and I've been blogging about once a month. I'd really like to get it to twice a month, but I seem to be struggling with that in addition to being on the podcast too, and I'd really like to renew my VCP, whether that's in the DCV area or looking at some adjacency like network virtualization. I'm sure there's more, but that was all I could think of at the moment.
0: Yeah. That just reminds me, I need to stop talking in acronyms too. Like, uh, that's another resolution. No more acronyms. That's VMware certified professional. Sorry. Should have explained it. Oh yeah. Sorry. You know what, something that you said, right. VMware certified professional and data center virtualization. But, um, yeah, actually what I mean is, you know, in my professional life, not throw, um, the acronyms at my coworkers and, uh, And my customers, you know, just thinking that they automatically know what I mean. Uh, I think uh, I mentioned to you before, maybe not on the podcast, but we did this um, uh, network function virtualization um, training a few quarters ago, NFV. And it was this entire series of acronyms that I had never heard of that was a complete mystery. And I was like, oh, this must be what it's like to talk to me. When I'm talking about my job, and it was infuriating to to have like people just you know talking about um, you know specific acronyms as if I knew what it was, and uh, it just reminded me, yeah, that's I need to stop doing that. Maybe the industry needs to stop. Okay, I can't change the industry. I'll just change me. Stop saying VM, John. <laughs> yeah that's that's a really i say workload i already say workload i, I already don't say VM. <laughs> if you say so i'll i'll uh, believe you i'll take your word for it yeah by the way i, I i'm podcasting today from my uh, brand new intel nook so if you're looking to build a home lab on something i have to say that it was uh very very easy to put together um easier than the last white box I built 12 years ago or whenever it was that I did that. Um, So uh, I guess we're doing endorsements and I'm endorsing the Intel nook. I don't, this was not on our schedule.
1: Well, I, I mean, you plan to endorse the manager tools podcast. Why not Intel as well? Okay. We're, (laughs) we're getting off topic. We should, we should shut her down.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think that's it for that segment. And as a result, all the topics that we had planned. So um, anything else pop in your mind before we get going here?
1: I think that's all the resolutions we need to talk about today. Just a reminder that we want people to subscribe and give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know if we're being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions
0: to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. Farewell, listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at The Journeyman for Nick McCordy at Network News Underscore. Signing off. Adios. Hey, Nick, how's it going?
1: Hey, John. I'm just happy that I'm fulfilling one of my New Year's resolutions, and that's to record a bonus episode of our podcast about New Year's resolutions. Other than Excellent. that, I'm, I'm fine and dandy. Full disclosure, we are... Yeah, I messed that up. Sorry. <laughs> mm.